Hey everyone, it is Haley here once again, back for another week, and I would like to welcome you all back to the show and honestly say a giant thank you. We are currently at 95 patrons, and and we are only $85 away from releasing the newest podcast, Bestow Curse, and running through the Curse of the Crimson Throne with Tui. I am so excited. We are so close. It is absolutely killing me. I hope that we get to get going fairly soon. And I just want to say I absolutely love and adore the support that we get week after week. Thank you all so very much. With all that being said, welcome to episode 135, Man Eater. Like liquor and things that go boom? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 135. And I can't believe you're alive, but you did it. You're all alive. You you made it through aggroing an entire uh, little little mini dungeon here, and I think that deserves a drink to celebrate. Emily, what are you drinking? I have a drink from the six pack that keeps on giving. It's another Christmas pickle. Are you sure that six pack isn't reproducing? I honestly would not be surprised if Brooks was buying more and like sneaking them into the fridge because. I have way too many for the amount I feel that I have drank. It, it just seems unlikely that you're going to get a Christmas pickle in uh, in February. Yeah, I don't know where they're coming from, but I got to get through them. Well, speaking of someone else's pickle, you got to get through. Hey, Brooks, what are you drinking? Currently have the uh, Patreon drink. From Twisted Slurp Nigma. It consists of... Heavy cream, grenadine, maple crown, and amaretto. It is, well, let's see. It looks like Pepto-Bismol. I've never had Pepto-Bismol, so I don't really actually know what that tastes like, but it doesn't taste like, I don't know, it Tastes like these things should not go together. It's weirdly pink. Yeah, it's not something that's aesthetically pleasing at all, and it surprises me that it's a recipe for anything. It just feels like it'd be shit thrown together, unless you made it wrong. I don't know, man. It I mean, it's, it's, like fucking, it's fucking of... pink. It's it's Pepto pink and Pepto thick. Mm. Yeah. I mean, can't can't go wrong with thick when you're describing a drink. Speaking of thick, Haley, what are you drinking? Boom. I I'm drinking um it's sparkling water. It's an ice um strawberry watermelon. There's no alcohol in it. But it is good. It's delicious. What? You didn't give me a good one. I was on a roll. I don't know. I don't know what to give you. Speaking of delicious, hey, it's me, Steve here. You can't just um, take it. I'm <laughs> drinking no, in around the bend beer you can't company. Do that. 
Hundred what you got? What do you got? Let's go. Come on. Speaking no. of someone speaking out of turn, hey Steve. Very clever, Griffin. Uh, this one's called <laughs> a Vixen. This is a pistachio cream ale with cinnamon from Around the Bend Beer Company. I just got a recent uh, influx of Chicago beers. This is one of them. Uh, it's very, very good. So it's a really cool can too. There's a person in one of them old right, doctor's hey, masks. It's me, Griff. Um, <laughs> They got stag horns on and uh, and a little Santa hat. That's cute. Well, cute. I'm drinking a lemonade moonshine with a lemonade ice beverage. And for my sidearm, I got from Sterling Pig Brewery Big Guns Double IPA. I wish I drank this when uh, when Big Piggy was around. It's, uh, that is fitting can art. Yeah, can art's got a got a sw- a buff swine with a. Uh, I think that's a hop grenade tattooed on his arm. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, you know what else is pretty cool? The fact that we don't have to roll off because Haley is next. Yes. And when last we left our heroes, they survived a brutal combat with a ton of Dagon cultists, a vicar, the, the man in fancier robes, and this... Divine Guardian Chul. This creature had some some fiendish abilities and was generally just a big nasty crab with tentacles. But you survived the entire combat, and now, even though a couple cultists escaped, the temple is yours to explore. So that's where we find ourselves. I think uh I think Eclipse just made the killing blow here for uh, the big bad and after that she would look around watch and look at all of the carnage that has happened see who's alive and who's not and if no one is currently up and and around that she can see she's gonna go try to lock and bar the doors to the outside okay you could certainly do that the the exterior is kind of a almost like a porch and then there's this vestibule in the middle room that you came in through that still kind of has this lingering obscuring mist and after a little bit that dissipates there aren't doors to the to the Bethel but there are doors to the rest of the building so you could close off the vestibule yeah so I would close off that I would close off whatever doors I felt would uh make it so that we could safely heal and deal with uh, what's going on, because I am at currently 14 health. Uh, yeah, vibe check. I'm at 9. <laughs> yeah, 19 feels pretty good. Freya's not actually that bad at about 56 hit points, but she does want to help the rest of the party. So she walks over to kind of the center of the room that we're in and she picks back up the longbow that she dropped a long time ago. And then um, as everyone gathers around, she starts channeling. And she also saw that Matumbe took a pretty nasty curse there in the combat. So um, takes a little break from healing right after a channel and she has that roll twice and take the better ability and she digs in her backpack and pulls out a scroll of remove curse what is that you have there Freya 
Sound dumber. <laughs> what is that you uh, have, Freya? Pretty good. Pretty good. Still have eighteen intelligence. <laughs> okay, like, far smarter Sound than dumber. the person. <laughs> you are still much more intelligent than Freya. I think you aren't quite at your full mental capabilities. This'll help. It'll remove that darkness from you. And she casts the scroll. And good thing I had the roll twice because one of those is a natural 18 and this is a uh, caster level five Ooh. scroll. So that goes up to a 23. Yep, that bypasses a bestow curse. Ooh, oh my God, I'm gonna take was... that off my sheet. And as I do, Matumbe will look to Freya. Freya, you've healed my body not a couple days ago. You healed my soul and now you have healed my mind. There's a debt I owe you, which I'm not sure I can repay, but I very much appreciate. All for the greater good. There's so much we need to do, and if we're not working together at our full strength, we won't succeed. Is remove curse a touch spell? <laughs> so Freya does have. Ugh. I I oh, did yeah, specifically gloves. buy did gloves, buy gloves. Okay. so that Freya is not. Uh, like randomly infecting people as she tries to heal them. Fair enough. Uh, I saw you take those gloves off at the uh, yeah, village at the, at market. The start of the combat, <laughs> when, when you started the combat, you're like, all right, now the gloves are coming off. And, Four round uh, action. I, I don't remember you putting them back on. <laughs> Spend one of the three rounds I get to roll twice to pull the scroll out. The other one, put back on the gloves. There we go. I don't know. Putting gloves on is tricky. <laughs> donning armor. You're probably going to have to use your roll twice on that. <laughs> so you guys get healed up? Yeah. And once we're quite healed and Matumbe's back at his capacities, Eclipse is going to kind of suddenly snap to. Wait, guys, we're not alone. There were there were others here that, that didn't join the fight. They were in the back room. We should check on them immediately. Yeah. Hopefully we're not too late. And Freya's gonna start walking uh, or like wanting to follow Eclipse to where uh, where these two people are. Weapons up, guys. And we should go back and we would go through first the like temple room and then Eclipse would have everybody take a uh, I don't know what direction that is because I don't see a compass but uh, would turn south. Apparently it's south. Thank you, Brooks. Yeah, there's just a little west. In the- <laughs> <laughs> and she would turn south in order to go um, into one of those side rooms where she saw the couple that didn't freaking move while she was in the ethereal plane. Yeah, you know the couple was in the southern room and you open the door and they're sitting there um and you can see the husband kind of has his one arm out around his wife and in his other hand he has um, like a three inch long blade like a pocket knife don't don't come in don't come any closer uh, I heard what went on out there look just don't hurt us Whoa, we're not, we're not going to hurt you if you're not going to hurt us. 
But uh, what are you doing? And he, I mean, he just, he doesn't seem to want to interact with you. He's kind of eyeing you to see if you'll just leave. It sounds like, sounds like you came in here killing people. Just leave us alone. We'll, I, I didn't see nothing. Freya lowers her bow and pokes her head uh, kind of past the rest of the the party, saying, We're here to investigate the missing villagers. We're on your side. If you're innocent in this, we just want to help you. Make a diplomacy check. A dirty 20 or a 22 if they have some sort of a disease. Their disease is caring too much. That counts. (laughs) (laughs) Trying too hard, caring too much. And it's super contagious. It's super contagious. You don't want to get uh, removed cursed from these guys. And uh, Freya's more susceptible to diseases, so now she's going to care even more. Well, with that dirty 20, the, the man does lower his pocket knife and he kind of moves to the side. He move, He stops covering uh, his, we presume, his wife. Um, the name's Rufus. Uh, this is Melba. Hello there. Might I ask, uh, what business do you have with the church? I wish we were meeting you under better circumstances. I'm not gonna lie to you. We did not get off on the right foot with this church. And from what we've uncovered, we're not on their side. I see you still have your shoes on. Very disrespectful. That's the list of our concern right now. Tracking mud all over the, all over the temple. Now, now, Rufus. Listen to what they have to say. We don't know exactly what the church has been doing, but we know they've killed people. The bodies are in the room right next door. And this seems surprising. You don't even need a sense motive to know that um, they both kind of go a little pale. Bodies? Listen, we, we don't have anything to do with bodies we're just well we've been waiting normally the neighbors they they come for the foster and they come to this this very room we brought our brought our daughter to to be fostered but the the neighbors never came um father father Voltero um he took our daughter and the the neighbors they he let us know they weren't coming so he thought maybe he could contact them at the Undiamede house but we 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 don't know anything about about bodies at all um look we're we're good church going folk we we have to be we we brought our daughter cuz She's our third daughter, and it's it's custom. Take your uh, your second and third daughters. They they go fostering. Have you seen your daughter recently? 
well, yeah, we brought her here, and then Father Voltero took her to the Ndaya Meat House. And now what do you wait for in this room? Perhaps the neighbors to return? Well, we were hoping for Father Voltero to return, but we've been here for a while. I've got a question, just at point of order. Was Father Voltero the, like, head cleric dude that we just killed, or is that implied to be somebody else? So you would know that you fought the one of the vicars. Okay. And Father Voltero is presumably the vizier, the the head of the oh, um, Okay. And you further you remember I know it was a couple episodes ago, but Eclipse went through presumably the vizier's room mm-hmm. and it looked like he wasn't there. Yeah. Eclipse is also going to just ask as like a like pop around because I'm guessing Freya stepped up in, in front of these people. She'd kind of pop around and be like, um, by the way, what god do you worship at this church? Well, Father Dagon, of course. Oh, okay. You, ah. You've been in the in the back room. There's no need to no need to hide anything. Very open with that. I don't know. Yep. I was not expecting Definitely, them. I know uh, that they've seen it, but I assumed that they would be assholes about it and not just casually say Father Dagon. They know what room you came from. I understand that, but I still expected them to be like, uh, play dumb even if they knew or something. But well, and that definitely means like they aren't hiding, like the church isn't really hiding anything from, or maybe they are, but like they're not yeah. hiding the nature of the church from the townspeople either, so they all know what it truly is. Then why did they hide it in the first place? Like, did they really have this whole, like all of the statues made up for... Outsiders? Yeah, they were hiding just it from outs- us, but not from the, the town. few yeah. outsiders? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just a, a outdoor, uh, outwardly visual. We can help you. Check on your daughter. Make sure she's okay. Where is this house you speak of? Well, it's up to the north of town. Outside of, side of town away. It's You can follow. There's paths to get up there. We've heard some rumors that the neighbors aren't really coming anymore. Do they still come to that house? I don't know. I've I've never seen a neighbor. I've never Father Voltero seemed so convinced that he could he could call upon the neighbors at the Diamede house. So we allowed him to take our daughter there. I mean he he tells us that everyone fosters with him, lives long happy lives, they become the wives of Powerful village headmen, and they hold positions of great respect and honor. So it's hard to say goodbye to your child, but it's something that the town has always done. We, you know, if we couldn't get the neighbors to come here, we're willing to, we don't want to break tradition. And your daughter, she wanted to go with them? Well, she's only three months old. Oh boy. Shit. That's mighty young to be going off and leaving her mother. There have been quite a few people that have gone missing. Is she considered one of those town's members? No, no, no. She, Father Voltero took her 
only hours ago. It wasn't... We hadn't been sitting in the church for days and days. Freya turns back to the the rest of the party. We have a lot to look at here. But I think we need to find this undiamond house. That's likely our next lead. Yeah, I don't want to miss out on everything that's here. So let's uh, speed run through getting everything out of here that we can. And uh, then head to the house. And then Eclipse is going to pop back over and look at the couple one more time. So, you guys are very upfront that you worship Dagon. No issue saying that. Uh, but did you guys know about all the bodies with the exploded heads in the north room? Like I said, we had no idea about the bodies. Are, are you missing anybody or know of anyone missing? Just our daughter for a couple of hours with Father Voltero. So you don't know about anyone in town that's missing? We, are, we heard about people going missing, but... Okay. And Eclipse is going to turn around and go search the bodies that she hasn't uh, checked. The, like, exploded head bodies. Sure. So you head back across the secret chapel to another room that looks relatively similar to the one you just left, which has this deep pool of water that seems to, as you saw, lead into a tunnel system. There are seven bodies here in all. Why don't you make me a heal check? Uh, Eclipse will look at Freya and ask... So what exactly do you think happened here? Freya takes a step into the room, starts looking over the bodies. Perhaps some of my newfound knowledge will help assist you in finding what happened. As I roll to assist. And that's why I had to remove that curse. I 23, uh, and then with the aid, 25. Okay. With the 25, you can confirm... Eclipse's initial suspicion, the ragged neck wound is not consistent with a decapitation. It looks like either the head was torn very violently or it exploded. Further, to back up this explosion theory, you actually find in the shoulders and chests of some of these corpses skull fragments. Oh, that's so fucked up. As you look around the room, I'm going to continue to roll this heel check over. Uh, you realize if, if that was the case, there's not enough gore or even remnants of the heads in this room for this to have happened here. Unless it was methodically cleaned up or, um, or the bodies were brought here. Are the bodies wet? The bodies are not wet. Okay. So they didn't explode and then come up through the tunnel. Oh, that's a good question. I didn't think of that. But it is consistent with what the um, the one cultist said to you before everything kind of broke loose. Now, now as, as a player listening back to our old episode, I remember hearing that one of the bodies uh, may have been dressed differently and had a suspiciously bulging pocket. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've heard of corpses sometimes, things. Mm-hmm. No. No. <laughs> yep. no. Um, 
yes, one of the bodies is dressed in what looks like a businessman's attire, although the head is obviously removed. If you search the body, you find that uh, he has 22 gold on him, but more interesting, he has a ceramic egg almost identical to the one that Clarence had. Upon further inspection, you find a seam, and Batumbe, I imagine... Everybody step back. You can disable the vice here. Uh, yes, I can. 22. Yeah, so you easily disable the device and find the Whispering Way insignia, the mm. carving of a gag skull. Make me another perception check. Can that be any of us? Yeah, it can be any of you. I wonder if this is a friend, guest, or Lucas. While they are doing that, uh, Air Bear has been intentionally quiet through through this and uh, is still seemingly like shaky and ad- adrenaline driven through uh, after this battle and like can't quite seem to shake it and says file you uh, zooming zets I will uh, merely check the other bodies for what they may might have. Okay, so Air Bear exits the room and enters kind of the, the Bethel area where most of the combat took place. Let's get that perception from the group first. Hey, while you're out there, Bear, keep an eye on that door. Make sure no one's coming in. Oh, boy. Here we go. 45, unless it's traps, and then it's 46. I was so proud of myself. I got a 30, and I thought I was doing great. I, I got a natural 20, and, and then a 5 on the inspo dice. I rolled a 2 on the die. <laughs> so clips 5. <laughs> no. Okay. You find a scrap of paper in this corpse's back pocket that you might have just ignored, but you recognize something about it seems similar you realize it's the exact same type of paper that was in the log book at the at the livery stable and unfolding it you find a note and it reads rider on the way with effigy meet at old house outside town for exchange Erbear, you enter the Bethel and it has been nearly a week since you've had anything to eat that you could keep down. Part of your shakiness is from starving. You couldn't touch your breakfast when you got to town. And really the entire time in Abaddon, nothing seemed appealing. You couldn't stomach it. And now with your friends examining the bodies in the other room, in these fresh corpses, in this room you feel a strange sensation. Hunger. Your stomach gurgles as you look down at these corpses. He's drooling 
at, at the mouth and sees these open wounds and looks back to the rest of the party, makes sure that they aren't looking, but at the same time almost doesn't, even if they were at this point, this is survival in his mind and just goes for the jugular of one of these cultists and with his teeth tears open very crude crude wound from the neck and probably initially can't keep it down just the thought of it the just action of having raw meat and coming from a, a human doesn't does not feel right in his mouth does not feel right in his mind but after he has thrown up to the side goes in for another and is finally able to swallow normally again and when that first bite hits your stomach for a fleeting instant it tastes like home it tastes like your mom's cooking it tastes like your favorite dish and i think that probably makes you wretch again just at that thought oh absolutely i at, at least a lot of gagging through this whole process and uh is only halfway trying to to hide his uh lie of searching these bodies at this point can't help it okay what's everybody else doing while this is happening <laughs> we're we're all gathered up inspecting the egg further okay um it's it's as ceramic as the last one that you can tell <laughs> curious um but I, I imagine the the group does then kind of get back together. The six of the bodies do look like standard Ilmarshers, as far as you can tell. Are, are, is there anything like a like a, a bracelet or a, a wallet or anything just to like identify any of them? No. Okay. Just no. Some, just thinking of something to bring back to the the mayor. Yeah. I think you could you could easily, I guess. Well, I don't know that you could. You could probably take Lucas's note or like an article of his clothing. Uh, it might be recognizable at least. Does he have a room key? <laughs> yeah, we have room <laughs> keys. Actually, he would have. Yeah, he would have a key to his <laughs> to his inn room. Yeah. So you might sure, be able to we'll confirm that with uh, with Rube. I, one more thing about these bodies, uh, because they like this guy was clearly part of the whispering way and is dead does it look like any of these people struggled at all like do they have like are there anything under their fingernails does it look like they were tied up or was this like some sort of sacrifice potentially you know what i'm gonna roll your 30 perception because you were actually 
examining kind of the the body's wounds. Mm-hmm. These all appear to have an entrance wound. All the no. bodies on different parts no, 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 no. have an entrance wound. You want to uh, it looks that again from the top. <laughs> Disgusting. It looks like you've you've maybe seen creatures that have a circular mouth. Mm-hmm. It looks like that kind of bite. So like a really disgusting leech like bit and then kind of like burrowed in sort of thing or just like a like a lamprey? That you're oh, not yeah. sure, but you do notice a consistent wound across them and all of their heads did explode. If you brought this up, Matumbe and Eclipse might remember the head bursting uh, that they witnessed at some point with Antralis. Yeah. And at least be able to draw a similarity there. Oh, it's just baby Nathalgu. It's not good, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. No. I recognize this from months ago. It is a very foul omen of what is to come. I suggest we finish searching this horrid temple and move on as quickly as possible. Evil is afoot. Well, if we're going to start searching the temple, which I think makes sense, we got to go check under the vizier's bed because I definitely saw a trunk, but I couldn't do anything about it. Yes. Let's okay. pillage his room. Well, why don't we get the get the stuff that's on the bodies since air bear with full belly and uh, I won't say higher spirits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hold but- up. We got to play out this. We walk out. What do we see? Oh, you definitely see uh, him over the top of a corpse. Maybe not necessarily, or had finished, he had finished eating, but looks up like he's been caught doing something with his hand in the cookie jar, wipes his mouth, and zit moved. I had to attack it. I was searching it and it twitched and so I sat. I just might as well bite it. It, it happens so fast. Do we see other blood, bloody teeth marks on other bodies? You saw him wipe his mouth. But on I think than it's. One I body? think it's just one. I, yeah, he doesn't have to. By the rules of what he's going through, he doesn't have to eat that much. Okay. So I doubt he's like take. He's, I doubt he's sampling the buffet. Air bear, if you are desecrating the dead, you will have a lot to answer for. Sit. I I am finds finally calm. I I I don't. Know exactly what came over me. Well, you could say I'm a little bit uh, caught in the pickle here. Um, Erbear, uh, that couldn't have been good to put in your mouth. Freya, Freya, diseases are like they run rampant. You shouldn't. You get Kuru. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel fine. Us. Uh, 
physically, I, f I do not feel anything uh, amiss. Uh, in fact, uh, I mean... Is he rabid? If you did get something from the body, you wouldn't be able to tell right away. It takes time for it to develop. We'll have to keep an eye on you. This isn't normal behavior. There might be something affecting you. We'll just keep monitoring for now. You're good, right? Yes, my my mind is clear. There, I, I do not feel that. Uh, sorry to say, the I guess the sudden impulse. It, it I. I'm a bit of it uh, speechless here. Most assuredly, your mind is not clear. I, <laughs> I implore the rest of this group that we need to examine a bear more closely. Let me take a look at you. And Freya walks up and is going to like take his pulse, kind of like open his eye real wide and watch his pupil and eye movements as she moves her finger in front of his eye. Uh, and she's going to look for some sort of a disease. So uh, she'd get a bonus uh, against it for detecting a disease. So that would be a 29 for disease. First thing that happens is you try and take his pulse and there's nothing there. Oh, we, I knew that already, though. That like your hands are really weird. Yeah, so you then have to take, take it at my throat. Yeah, take yeah. the pulse at the neck. Weirdo. <laughs> weirdo. Oh no, you gotta take the gloves off to do that. You can take a pulse with gloves on. I but think. Is there, but is there a pulse at a throat at his throat? There is a pulse at his throat. Okay. Uh, as you continue to examine, his eyes seem fine. They track normally. Um, but you touch his forehead, and it does feel hot. You're burning up. But she doesn't have, like, a good idea of what... Normally, normally with something like a fever, he would be complaining of some other symptom. Mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't even seem to be sweating at all. He doesn't... He seems like he's in perfect health, but his temperature is hot. You can feel it through your glove. Hmm. Your body might be fighting something off. Maybe just early stages. You have to keep me informed on any additional symptoms. Anything else out of the ordinary for you? Absolutely zero. I, I don't feel poor or slow at all. Uh... No soreness. They are. See, I've I've even stopped the shaking. But we did just battle, or you know, kill a bunch of these uh, cultists. So that is probably why my temperature is high at the moment. Nonsense. You must be sick. Freya will continue to monitor your health. But tonight, 
I will lead you in prayer to beg for Asma's forgiveness for desecration of the dead. There is one thing you feel that you... I don't think you share. But as Freya examines you and she gets like close to your neck and close to your face and close to your head, your stomach growls again. You can smell. She smells like that home cooking that you love. I remember she's diseased meat. Yeah, you really don't want to eat me. <laughs> she was uh, just examining these bodies. Eclipse would stop talking, and she's going to turn inward a bit, and she's going to mentally say to the to the lopper, "Looks like we got another one to watch. <laughs> Maybe you should pay attention." It's almost my turn. <laughs> oh, she's she's lost the world for a little bit here. She's just she's gonna just kind of pace in the room until someone directs to go somewhere else. Yeah, y'all are fucking freaks. I'm gonna start searching the bodies for a little bit. <laughs> uh yeah, you you search the bodies and you Matumbe, what's your spellcraft? It's an eleven Naturally, I think that might be one of the ones that inspiration. Yeah, I get a free inspiration on that. So at least a 12. Okay. Mine's a 14 if you need me to come over. Yeah, between the folks with Spellcraft, I'm just going to give these to you. So on the cultists, you find each of them has a plus one sickle a masterwork chain shirt and an amulet of natural armor plus one. So that's going to be 10 of each of those. That's some serious cash when we turn around all those weapons and stuff. Yep. Yep. On... I ate one of those rings. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Your insides get natural armor. (laughs) The ring is wearing you. We'll find it in about a couple of days. On the Vicar, you find a plus one trident, a set of plus one scale mail, a headband of inspired wisdom plus two, a ring of protection plus one, and a ring of swimming. He also has a potion of bark skin. In addition, so multiply this by 11, each of them has a golden unholy symbol of Dagon worth 50 gold. Yeah, I don't know if anything in that big long list of stuff really stands out to me as incredible. Ring of Swim's pretty cool, especially if we have to get down in one of these tunnels or something. Um, these these water water tunnels. Um, but that is a whole lot of good stuff to, to turn around. Yeah. Um, if, if we've thoroughly done that, Vicar's Room is certainly next up. Sure. So the vicar's room is to the south, and it was kind of a part of a dormitory-looking... It, it had the vicar's bed, but also uh, had a couple of other beds. Yeah, I would like to take anything valuable. Oh, yeah, we're robbing this place, bro. <laughs> we're robbing Absolutely. the place. <laughs> um, okay. 
Which, by the way, in the, like, Dagon nasty room, there wasn't any gold items, right? No. Okay. You see on the bookshelf, there is um, a dusty copy of Gazra's Holy Book, Hymns to the Wind and Waves. If you make a perception check... 34. You do find a secret door, uh, but you presume it leads straight to the fostering room that you were just in. Okay. You also find a silver ceremonial tiara worth 150 gold and a gold threaded, um, uh, what's the right word? The, the thing that holy men wear. I can't think of the word. Oh, that like a sash is like in a cord. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like a, the, you're making a motion with your hands. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know, about. yeah. I'm, I'm making a motion with my hands, which is, is kind of like the it's like the tassels you wear when you graduate, but but thicker and like a, a band. What you get it's for your stole. first communion. Stole. I, think stole. I, got, oh, yeah. I got a stole when I graduated. Yes. Yeah. Do you think this is actually actual gold threaded, like gold is threaded into it? Uh, it looks like it's worth 100 gold. But that's all you really find in this room. What about under the bed? Nothing under the bed. You do find there is a chest, but it looks like the chests like are kind of just a like here's my here's my everyday clothes and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Okay. Oh, what about the viziers? The viziers' quarters. You. That's where the chest was. That's where I thought we were. I was. Oh, sorry. No, you went south to the yeah to the vicar's quarters. Vicar and vizier. It drives me nuts. Yep. I I confused the two. My bad. (laughs) So. First things first, go ahead and make me a uh, a knowledge arcana check on the... Uh, as I had said, when Eclipse went through this room, there were a bunch of, like, spilled uh, and empty containers. Freya's going to try to aid. Yep. It's going to be a 42. Oh, yeah. Uh, these remnants look like leavings of potions of cure light wounds. Looks like whoever was in here was almost like dosing themselves with them, which is kind of strange. That is really strange. The chest, however, is locked. All right. Stand <laughs> back. Freya gives Matumbe a touch of good and then gets as far back as possible. So that's a plus four. Plus four, sweet. Um, you know what? I, I've got a really good bonus to disable device, but some of these, some traps get way high disable device DCs and can get really nasty if yeah, you fuck like them up. Only the rogue could do. <laughs> right? Yeah, they're super specialized and kind of scary. So I'm gonna throw a inspiration on there. Sure. All right, I probably am okay here. Seventeen plus twenty. 37 uh good touch of good goes up to or bit of luck or whatever the fuck that thing's called um yep no for yeah 41 yeah with a 41 you open it easily it didn't seem to be trapped but it was locked go ahead and make me a spellcraft now as you as you look through the contents because everything in here is magical everything well almost everything Freya aids. I got a 25. I, I wasn't planning to aid. My bad. 
Uh, yeah, actually, if Frey aids me, I also got a 25. Okay. So we're tied up. You guys are good enough to know that there are... There's two blue glass bottles. Each of these, when you uncork it, smells like salt water. But you can determine that each of them are elixirs of swimming. Further, you see two... Um, they're like the opaque, like the Heineken bottle glass, the, the green, the opaque green, shaped like fish. Uh, they are each a potion of water breathing. Well, how many of those? Two of those. And then you find a fish boat feather token, which is identical to a swan boat feather token, but this boat looks like a fish. Yeah. Cool. You also see three disturbing-looking statuettes. They look, they depict these bizarre tentacled beasts, uh, and they're kind of vaguely humanoid, but with fish-like and octopoid features. And you see one of them is a crouching humanoid figure with an octopoid head and dragon wings. And they're all crafted in this strange reddish gold, which you know to be fish gold. Can I identify these with anything? Yeah, that'd be a religion or planes. I auto it both. All right, let's let's go for religion here. I can see that. It's going to be 39, unless they're monsters, which would be 41. You notice that the one looks like an emissary of Cthulhu. That's a name I didn't expect to hear, but okay. Yeah, the one with the octopus head and the bat-like wings and the vaguely humanoid body. Mm-hmm. Um, the others, you're not entirely sure, but they could be depictions of various other outer gods. The, the issue you have with identifying them is that at least emissaries of Cthulhu seem to have like a from what you may have read I guess they they have a somewhat regular form but many of these other outer gods or depictions of them don't really have a standard form so sure. you can you can tell they're they have to do with probably an outer god but you can't really place which one it might be okay are those statuettes magical as well? Or they're they're just- not magical. Okay. They're just each worth 500 gold. Woo! Like that. Now, I or Air Bear definitely wouldn't recognize, but do these look anything like the effigy? You don't know. None of you have seen the effigy. Eclipse has. No. Oh no! It was it was stolen before anyone. Oh, I guess but Eclipse. She yeah. Stuff. Damn, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Uh, vaguely, vaguely, you know the Sea Sage effigy is kind of octopoid as well, but um, you imagine that that is probably magical. Okay. There. Um. I know when Eclipse initially went through the little secret hidden shrine that there were some mosaics and carvings and there was a an altar with blood on it. I'd like to pop my head in there and just, if there's anything that, that jogs a knowledge check or, you know, might clue us into what's going on here, I, I'd like to make a roll. If it's just a creepy shrine to Dagon, okay, I can move on. 
Yeah, and I'd like to check the desk uh, eventually as well. Just to... You're going to check the desk in the visitor's room? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you don't find anything of import in the desk. But near the desk? No. Nope. <laughs> Under the yeah, desk? You've, you've, you've kind of searched the room. You've found pretty much what? It felt like a trailing sentence that I should try to provoke. Sure. Matumbe's heading to the secret chapel. Yeah, go ahead and give me a knowledge religion as you can see these things for yourself. Okay. Uh, knowledge religion is going to be a 31. You definitely know the the octopoid eye that Eclipse reported is the holy symbol of Dagon. Yeah. So that's that's pretty easy to tell. However, upon close inspection and with the information you have kind of gathered so far, you look at the mosaic with maybe fresh eyes, and that unsettling depiction of human women mating with fishmen gets your gears turning. Certainly doesn't. Uh, it gets you. It definitely gets you thinking about what that could be depicting, and you think that potentially the fostering is somehow tied to that. The fostering creates scum. Yeah. Or the scum are the fo- are the neighbors. Oh, the scum are definitely neighbors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is okay. gross. Yeah, it is very disgusting. Mm-hmm. Is is there anything else in in that room that you can make a heel check? Sure. I so laugh. It's almost like the Little Mermaid wanted to do this, but it's the opposite. Yeah, it's the opposite. Heel check is kind of shitty. It's a fifteen. Yeah, with a fifteen, you can't really identify the blood on the altar. Do you point it out to Freya? Freya, come quickly. Let me get a closer look. 21? It seems humid. It seems decently fresh. Uh, Similar to the exploding heads, like it could have been, they could have exploded on this altar? You don't think so. You think if that were the case, you'd probably at least have a chunk of brain or skull Mm -hmm. somewhere. Okay. Uh, This looks like it's from, probably from like someone being bled. Ah, okay. As you examine this room, I need everybody to make me a perception check. Alrighty. Eclipse had her eyes closed, I'm pretty sure. 28 for Freya. Okay. 22. Okay. 37. Matumbe, you're the only one that notices this. Out of the pool. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, fine. These slug-like leech-like creatures slither and they take on the appearance of like dead seaweed they're really hard to even notice at the surface of this kind of murky pool and so you're the only one afforded a reflex save as they lash out at each of you so Matumbe go ahead and give me a reflex save one Hundred percent. Am I using an inspiration on this? This would have to be exceedingly difficult for me to fail this. Uh, Thirty-one. With a thirty-one, 
you definitely dodge out of the way as the slug spawn hisses at you, attempts to latch on, misses you, and you manage to just stomp it. However, the rest of you are bitten and burrowed into with these slug spawn. And you can feel it. Freya, one hits you in the leg, Eclipse, another hits you on the back of the shoulder, and Air Bear, this one hits you right in the stomach. And you feel them writhing underneath your skin. I need you guys to roll for initiative. What? Is it dark? No. This is like a combat? The amount of rounds are very important. So we're going to do this in turn order. Okay. Matumbe, what you got? 23. Bear. 21. Eclipse. 8. Freya. 14. Matumbe, you are at the top of the round, which makes sense because you saw these creatures. And further with that high of a perception, not only did you dodge the one, but you also saw your friends get attacked by them. You may make a knowledge check on these creatures. Oh, for certain I am doing that. Uh, what knowledge am I looking for? Uh, it's going to be dungeoneering. Ooh, okay. That's a, that's one you don't hear very often. It's going to be a 35, 37 if you consider them monsters. Okay. That's going to get you four questions. Uh, okay. I don't... I'm I'm like way at a loss. Like, like, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna is... give you I'm gonna give you pieces of valuable information here. Okay. Because this is kind of a. This doesn't feel like a combat. Like I don't know if I want to look for like a special right. defenses or whatever. So these are slug spawn. You know that they're colloquially known as seeds of Shubnagrath. That's bad times. I know that I know that name from other Lovecraftian stuff. Yeah. That's bad times. So, because you failed, everybody but Matumbe failed their perception checks, the creatures are able to burrow into them. You know that when a slug spawn has infested a living body, it burrows towards the host's skull and wraps around the lower brain, growing and feeding upon the energies generated throughout. You also know that on the first round of infestation, dealing cold damage to the victim can kill the slug spawn and save the host, but only if the victim takes 10 or more points within one round of being infested. You can also cut the slug spawn out, but the longer it remains in the host, the more damage this method does. Plus it will require a pretty high heal check to be able to perform. After three rounds, it will have attached to the host's brain. However, you know that removed disease has a chance of killing the slug spawn after it has attached. And your final bit of information is that in two to 12 days, the host's head will erupt in a spawning canker that produces even more slug spawn, and the headless body will rise up to attack you, controlled by the, the canker that has replaced the head. And with these slugs now slithering underneath you, and with what Matumbe is relaying to the group, 
and realizing what has happened in the other room and what is about to happen to you, I need everyone to make me a will save. Oh! <laughs> Book it okay. using another inspiration. Is this a mind affecting that? This is. This has no special modifiers. Oh boy. Glad I did, but I'm not sure that it's uh, it's gonna do it. This is a tweener at this level, probably a little on the low end too, at an 18. 22 for Freya. 11. All right, I'm gonna use some resolve if I uh, don't get it or don't like this. I don't like it. 25. So we had a 25 and 18. What did Eclipse get? 11. 11. 22. 22. Eclipse, this writhing feeling beneath your skin begins to drive you mad. You've seen what happened in the other room. You've seen the heads explode. Your anxiety peaks. You know what this thing is. Matumbe just told you. You've seen Antrellis's head explode. You've seen these people with their ragged stumps of neck, and you realize that nothing in the spiritual realm is going to be able to save you from this thing. You take two sanity damage. All right, I don't know what that, that is. Just mark it down. I'll let okay. you know when it becomes important. Okay. And now, Matumbe, after that knowledge check... You need to do something. I do. I really need to do something. I do not have a way right now to deal cold damage. Just unfortunate. But he is, of course, relaying all of this. Who is his closest ally? I don't know. We could roll. I, it, Are you talking about distance or friendship? <laughs> those, those could be two very different things. All right. It's I, certainly not you then, Haley. It, it seems like what? it seems like we everybody so close. You guys are clustered up. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you could potentially re- you're within five feet of everybody. It looks like, especially Matumbe is. Yeah. Seeing that he's kind of in the middle, um, Matumbe is not going to panic, but he's going to act quickly, which means I'm going to leave this up to a die roll. I'm going to go high, medium, low. Low is going to be Air Bear, medium's going to be Eclipse, high is going to be Freya. Air Bear. So he turns to Air Bear. I'm sorry, my friend, but I promise this is going to be for the better good. This is going to hurt. As free action drops the book, uh, move action pulls out the plus two dagger, and then tries to do a heal check to pull it out? You need to do a heal check here, yeah. Okay. As um, I'm thinking, like almost a little bit like the the mummy movies, the scarab beetles that exactly go under like the skin, that, yeah. and the skin bulges up. He tries to kind of stab it and pull it out. It's a little tough with because Air, Air Bear is covered in hair too, but you you manage to try, at least try and pinpoint it. Let's find out if I can do it. I think he's a little too hairy. Um, that's going to be a 16. With a 16, you still deal the damage. Yeah. But you are unable to remove the slug spawn as it skitters through Air Bear's body, and you deal four points of damage to him. Next in the order is Air Bear himself. So what I have in mind is going to be a little bit unorthodox. And... Matumbe has has already made a uh, an obviously very clean uh, sterile incision 
mm-hmm. across his abdomen. <laughs> and it's a plus two weapon is very stable. <laughs> <laughs> but this thing is probably going in at some weird angles and, uh, you know, wrists can kind of just hold you back at this point. I'd like to detach my hand <laughs> in order to better, uh, well, better uh, chase this uh, writhing slug. So the slugs are roughly the size of a human forearm. And they're just getting under your muscles and bones and evading uh, Matumbe's slash there. So if you wanted to send your hand in after it, I would let you do so. It's going it to hurt five you. Pounds. It can hold five pounds. Uh, does it need to hold a... Because we, we don't necessarily have blades, uh, but uh, scalpels at this time. Uh, does it seem conducive to use a uh, to, for it, it to bring a, a blade with it? Here's, here's, what I'll, here's what I'll let it do. Here's what I'll let it do. It's going to do damage to you mm-hmm. because it's also digging up in your guts. But I'll let your hand hold it still. And what that'll do is it'll allow you to, or you or someone else, to cut it, cut the creature out next round or or whenever they act uh, without making the medicine check. They can just cut it out because it's held in place. Absolutely. That, then that is what he does. He Matumbe makes the cut and he briefly sees the tail air bear briefly sees the tail writhe noticing that indeed his wrist cannot bend in such a way and doesn't want to look at it pulls away from it as, as he is feeling this open wound and leaves the hand where where it was in order to dig finger deep. I put a hole in your body and you're like, cool, gonna send my hand in that (laughs) hole. So... Did we say it was a smart plan? I'm going to say that you take five points of damage now and until the hand and slug are removed now that you're creating this cavity in your body, you're gonna be bleeding every turn. So... Sounds good. Yeah, you're only bleeding one, but you're definitely bleeding. Bleeding one? Freya. Freya has trained for situations like this where uh, something happens and you need to react quickly and calmly to try to save a life. Is so, this like pulling out a baby? <laughs> Midwife training. Uh, Midwife. <laughs> Emergency surgery after the baby is born to make sure the mother survives. A parasite. Freya knows how to do a C-section, so <laughs> yeah, she's halfway there. She's fine. She knows. <laughs> Freya takes uh, an arrow from her quiver and holds it really close to the the arrowhead, and she kind of watches and feels as um, this creature moves through her, and she's going to try to cut kind of like just before its head, so it'll kind of be like uh, like kind of 
moving out as she's making a hole for it so that she can get it out efficiently. Um, and she also knows how to make this incision uh, with the least amount of damage possible. So she actually takes minimum damage on this heel check due to her midwife training. So you do know how to pull out parasites. Well, do no harm or do the least harm. Yeah, <laughs> least least harm. It It's not no harm from the heel check. That is a 19 or a 21 if this parasite is considered a disease. Unfortunately, it senses your movement and dives between your ribs before you can... <sighs> like just in front of the incision and you feel it like under your liver mm. eclipse I know where that is I mean if I if I put a forearm sized obstruction underneath your liver you'd feel it I mean yeah. I, I, I promise you I would it. be able to pinpoint oh that's my liver there but. yeah but she knows anatomy Brooks that is true Freya knows anatomy she knows that's her liver that it's underneath Freya's got that. She's going there next Plus, round. With a DC, with a with a twenty-one heel check, she can at least tell that it's under her liver. <laughs> Go straight to if the she, liver. If she can't get if she can't get it out, she can at least tell that uh, that does hold a lot of nutrients. So if you do have to eat a human, <laughs> I guess. So it's Eclipse's turn. Yes. She looks behind at her shoulder. Eyes go wide, in a bit of a panic, she looks directly at Matumbe. She goes, Uh-oh. Cold? As you see a few snowflakes coming off her hands. Yes? Sorry. And, uh, she's gonna energy blast focused on herself. You can choose to make a reflex save to take half. Like, me specifically? Everybody. Oh. Everybody. 76. So you can choose to make a reflex save to make half but she is about to freeze the fucking room. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I'm going to make a reflex save. (laughs) (laughs) That's why she said sorry to you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm... Herbert did not see this coming. I don't think he is. Uh, 27 on the reflex save. There's no way I failed that. Yeah, you're fine. I really wanted to go for low. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Random, random GM meta magic. Uh, it's maximized. maximized. <laughs> I might be it, dead. <laughs> is it lingering or uh, extended as well? Well, we can extend it. Why don't we quicken it? <laughs> uh, so everyone takes twenty six besides Steve. Matumbe. Or sorry, yeah, Matumbe takes thirteen. Take half, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, 26 points of cold damage to everybody. And uh, you feel these things stop moving. They shrivel up and die. And we're no longer in initiative. And Eclipse huffs a little and she goes, That's the last of my elemental control for the day. So not again. That was well used. But we should leave this room so we don't attract any more. And after we get out of the room, or at least get away from that water area, Freya is going to try to remove the uh, dead leeches from our bodies, because that's really gross to just leave them in there. Got like a frozen steak in you. (laughs) 
That can't be good. So we all get some minor surgery. Yeah, Air Bear actually grabs his own wrist. Uh, uh, <laughs> his wrist. Sockets his hand. And so, uh, yeah. Look, looks at it and tosses it aside. Yeah. I've foiled your trap. I guess. You got us. <laughs> I guess you foiled it. You're going insane, though. I foiled your trap. <laughs> Don't mind me. I just damaged all of my friends and I'm going insane. I would say that worked really well for us. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, could uh, be a, f- a little bit of healing coming this way. <laughs> <laughs> That's called for. And uh, Freya's going to channel. Yeah, thanks. I felt like it was perfect. So, it's morning, or I guess afternoon at this point. What are you doing? Because you know the vizier headed to Andiamede House. A couple hours ago? Yeah. There are also like a couple other rooms in this building. Are they important? The two shrine rooms. Right, yeah. The shrine rooms, uh, you would know, didn't have any, even cursory glance, didn't have anything besides the shrines in them. All right. My vote is to, we, we got to talk to the mayor because uh, we really got to let him know what happened. Like, really. <laughs> so let's, uh, should we go straight to the mayor or or straight to, uh, straight to the house? Mayor, right? We could maybe talk to to the mayor and just give him the information we found and then like our next spot is the house yeah uh, the sheriff didn't necessarily like us but I think giving the information to the mayor to give to the sheriff and uh, then trailing well you know the sheriff wasn't on your side so yeah there was some implication that he was aligned with the church oh. potentially we only have the mayor, and that's it. Protect me! I'm I'm the good guy. We're 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 going to talk to the mayor. He's our only friend here, and and I mm. think we should bring a little bit of evidence along. Um, so like that note we found, Freya's going to bring one of the frozen, uh, leech leeches sure, with, yeah. and everybody with your blood all over. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. I'll, she'll make sure not to spread that around the town too much. <laughs> I was just waiting. For, I was just waiting for you to cut somebody else open. <laughs> oh yeah, that would have been bad. So yeah, you can take the leeches. You head to town hall. The mayor is there. Um, well, I I sent you off this morning. What? You're back pretty soon. Did, did you need something else from me? So, don't be alarmed. Uh, I don't like when sentences start that way. Uh, we all have gaping holes and wounds. Uh, you look... Yeah, you look... Uh, I thought you healed before this, but I guess not. Uh, yes, you look worse for the wear. I would like to say, I would uh, like to say before uh, Eclipse, you finish that s- sentence. I'd like to remind you, Mayor Greedle, that uh, you did approve the use of deadly force. Eclipse, go ahead and continue. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, we have great news. We found the missing bodies. I say bodies, because they're all dead. All, all 12 of them? 
Well, we found seven of 12. Well, there were 12 townsfolk missing, but... Okay, so we we didn't find them all, but uh, we found seven of them. They were all at the church, and we've slaughtered almost everybody at the church. Well, are they at least presentable for an open casket? No, not at all. Head oh, exploded. boy, no. Oh, boy. What? Their heads exploded. Freya holds yeah. up the slug spawn. What the fuck is that? <laughs> that? I'm just a simple, small town mayor. I've never seen a slug spawn. And you never want to. They're mighty tough. Well, um, okay, so you're, you're telling me you, you took care of the church? The, the people in the church? Not all but the vizier and two. Hmm. Didn't take care of the vizier. Well, that's understandable. Um, He's I next. Heard he headed up to Undiamede House. That's where we're going at, at some point. But you said some, uh, so, so you used lethal force then, and you you killed people in there. To be fair, it was used on us first. All right. Um, and you left no witnesses? I told you to survive. Oh, I thought I thought there were two with the vizier. Uh, no, that's more concerning. But you didn't imply me in any of all this, right? Oh, we did. Pretty immediately, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually the first thing we did. You fucking idiots! <laughs> you said it was under your words that we could go there. I said you were deputized, not that you should just say the mayor's suspicious of the, you guys here. I said, mm. oh, gee. Cheese and crackers. To be uh, fair, we didn't expect to leave any witnesses. She's <laughs> <laughs> so telling me my life's probably in danger. Oh, oh yeah, I would run. Uh, I would uh, lay low for. Well, you're you're employed by Croon the Crackpot, so you said, right? That's a lie. He he winks at you. He knows it was a lie. <laughs> Um, but you know him, uh, I'm gonna go stay with Kroon, uh, <laughs> and, uh, get away from all of this, I think, but I, I, I appreciate, I appreciate the, uh, the taking care of the, of the church, I guess, uh, did, did you find, like, did they explode the heads? Is that, is that what you're telling me? Oh, uh, so actually they said they didn't. And we didn't and find you, proof that they did. And you killed all of them. Almost all. Remember, we forgot about this Yeah, too. you killed most of them. After these slugs attacked us, it's likely the slugs that were exploding the heads. But it was in their chamber, their horrible altar, where the slugs came out. And the Vega uh, is going to the old house of the way. We... Must track Zim. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, I'd appreciate if you took care of the vizier and uh, any other member of that, any other cultist that you find, because, uh, you know, that's going to be the only way I'm probably ever going to be safe to live here again. And um, and this time, like, d you know, if you're not sure you can kill him, don't tell him the mayor sent you. How about that? <laughs> Don't tell him. Really don't don't direct. Don't directly yeah. say that the mayor sent you to kill him because that is all, a not what I said, <laughs> and b puts me in a very precarious situation when the entire town is already against me. 
Zith was implied. Mayor, we I asked if it if we could use lethal force if required. And obviously the implication there was, of <laughs> course, but you're an outsider, so don't tell them that the mayor sent you to te- sent you to kill them. We're all operating in the gray area here. This will all blow over soon, as soon as we visit the vizier. I feel like you don't understand basic secrecy. <gasps> I didn't know it was a secret. I thought we were becoming deputized. What did you think I said? Deputized when I said, Keep this on the down low. Zia is you a- kept it. You put it on the <laughs> the the. We only told people in the church. You put you put it on the up high, not the down low. Do you have any skills in combat? <laughs> it may be in your best interest to join us on the assault of it. <laughs> At Diamine Manor. I'm starting to think that I have equal chances of survival either way. This is ridiculous. That's probably true. <sighs> well, I guess I'll tell you this now because, uh, you know, I'm gonna have to go into fucking hiding. Uh, the. That Dark Rider you were talking about? He also headed to Undiamine House. Why didn't you tell us? I told you after you would If you could solve my problem I told you I'd tell you more about the Dark Rider Clearly you've just created more problems for me But At least I guess you created The you, You killed off some of the church members Yeah Lots of them which, uh, of course, is not what I, w- what I said you should do. I said you should investigate the church. thought you were making a vibe for power. <laughs> Listen, that's, that's something it. you got off a sense motive check that I never once said. Hmm. Fair point. Uh, <laughs> it was implied. <laughs> that is true. It's very you did not. Uh, you did not uh, kill uh, ten people because of the implication, all right? Well, <laughs> that's true. I we did. only killed nine. And the true, by the way. However... You killed 10. You killed 10 plus, uh, or no, no, plus yeah, the vicar. Mind. Never mind, a couple of them got away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's two that got away, and 11 pairs of shoes. I hate to overstep my bounds here, but there was, dis- there was discussion of treasure from shipwrecks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something we'll cover after? <laughs> I'm visiting a dime house. Or maybe we can resolve that now while we're all here together. If I survive... And you track down all of the witnesses. Maybe, maybe I will give you some sort of compensation. But just, however, just in case, this seems totally reasonable at this point. I mean, we do have to get going, but you know, you could just kind of tell us now. You know what? You are coming with, right? I'm going you to. Know- Crackpot Croon's house, where I'm going to stay and hope that his bombs can keep me safe for the foreseeable future. So just in case you do die. In case I do die, where's if I die, the key you to get the vault? no money. Where's the key to the vault? That's the whole thing. If I die, you get no money. So We'll, we'll search his bombs. A vested, interest, a vested interest in tracking down the two people that you left alive from the murder spree you went on. I did not. I absolutely did not say it. <laughs> there is no way in, in all of the hells that I told you Go kill a bunch of town folk. <laughs> oh, so uh, here's the thing, but we found the bodies, and 
There was no evidence at the site, but we're pretty sure they're the ones that did it. Now, what happens when another person finds the rest of the bodies? We, oh, uh, yeah, we, we left a couple. We did oh, lock no. the door on the oh, way no. out. Oh, no, we left that couple in there. You left people in the chapel with the bodies. The Il we left a couple Ilmarshers. See, there was a little bit of uh, fundamental Rufus. communications that was not... Uh, You're right. I'm just going to go walk off the pier. Thought. I better yes. just go walk off the pier. I think we all learned something today. Some fundamental misunderstanding. I have made it entirely... A, 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 the biggest miscalculation that I've ever... Wow. Well, there's... Then at this point, whose fault is it really? Is it your fault? Your or is it, fault. <laughs> it is your you you killed you killed everyone in the building, but not not oh no, you didn't kill everyone in the building. Unfortunately, you did not kill everyone in the building. You left witnesses and you told them I sent you. We showed restraint. Do, do we do we need to go back and kill Rufus in a second? <laughs> That seems reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's time to go. <laughs> Can we take your mint on the way out? <laughs> as, he, as, he slams, as he slams the door on you, he just shouts, And finish your drinks! We'll see you next week! <laughs> I do it. God damn it. <laughs> Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.